0: Hey, Tommy from The Run Testers and welcome to The Run Testers Podcast. In this episode, we are going to be talking about 2024, so all the things we're looking forward to over the year, including things that we know about and things that we're just speculating on. At the point of publishing this podcast, we have managed to get hold of the Puma Velocity Nitro 3, so Nick is a very happy man. If you go to the channel, you can find out a bit more about that shoe in our first run review. Right, let's dive in and do the podcast. evening guys how you doing very good. thank you very much very good welcome to 2024 first podcast of 2024 feeling good right made it
1: <laughs> i feel very cold <laughs> yeah. very cold I think everyone feels very cold multiple, cold multiple, them, socks. multiple I got, socks i,
2: I got covid so I, I didn't feel great about that kicked off oh, my run right. the marathon training with covid so it's fun
0: cannot top that. <laughs> I, did, I did that for um berlin last year for, as soon as i started training got ill straight away
2: yeah just uh, just too much traveling around Christmas and then doing cross country. It's the worst combination.
0: I'm blaming too much, too much Bailey's.
2: <laughs> tried a lot of Bailey's over Christmas. Uh, I don't. I think It would be possible to talk about the amount of chat Bailey's Tom's given us about Bailey's over Christmas. The amount of Bailey's that you've tried and the amount you spent on Bailey's.
0: <laughs> seven, seven different
2: types of Bailey's.
0: 120 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had to order from a special place. Uh, uh, good question. Good question. Uh, the, my favorite one was the. Uh, there's like a gold one, which is like a Belgian chocolate one, which is fantastic, but it doesn't taste anything like alcohol. It's got quite low alcohol content. So it's, it's, a scam. it's a scam. It's a scam. They've rebadged it, you fool.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs>
0: uh, top tip, don't get the eaten Mess one, because that one's, that one's not That very sounded awful. What yeah, are you, a little,
1: what? little teaser there for the Bailey's Testers podcast that uh, Tom is going to launch this <laughs> <show>. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Drunk his own weight in Bailey's over the course of about three weeks. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I
0: can't even look at it now. Uh, all right, good. Well, let's uh, let's talk about 2024 New Year. What running plans have we all got coming up? Big successes we're hoping for this year. New Year, new us. Yeah,
1: <laughs> good. Uh, go on then, Mike. What, what's what's on the uh, the roster for the year? I'm going to do a marathon. I'm going to do a marathon. One that I should have done last year, but couldn't. So I am um, yeah, you know, well, well into training for London. Going all right. I will start having to try and tackle some longer runs, which I'm looking forward to. But yeah, all good so far. Um, And I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to doing it because last year was a, first time in a, in a long time i hadn't done at least one marathon so i'm looking forward to see I'm, I'm not really put uh i'm not really sure i'm time wise or where what i think i'm gonna do but i'm just gonna see how the training goes and see how i feel uh, but i feel good so far and i'm probably like a couple of months in i've started early with my training this time so hmm. yeah we'll see and then yeah i've got the i've got half in february and then really just see how the first part of the year goes and then i'll decide what i want to do what's the, the marathon London. Ah, okay.
0: So, yeah, we're both doing London. Yeah. And you're yeah. doing it, Nick? I'm doing London. Right.
2: Okay. So, yeah. Oh, it sounds yeah, like yeah, we needling yeah. here at this point. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, missed, I missed it. I was going to come on to that. I missed it. I missed it by... I basically wasn't... No, I wasn't old enough for the time. I needed like a minute and a half to get my good for age. And I thought a I had... And a half for about a month, didn't you? A month for the change of age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If I'd have just ticked over, if I'd just wished myself older quicker... I could have run London for us for the fifth time, but yeah. the biggest uh,
2: biggest cut off they've ever had for London, I think. Getting
3: a bit Boston-like
2: yeah. now, they're good for age. Five mm-hmm. minutes under, you yeah, yeah. had to be.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and yeah. Um, women were two minutes under. But Boston, they Boston, they give you the time like to the exact second, don't they? But I think it's different with because it's different categories, I suppose they can do it. But yeah,
3: well that uh, leads. <laughs> uh, so what are you going to do instead, Kieran? So instead, I'm going to go to Manchester. I'm mm-hmm. going to do the Adidas Manchester Marathon. Not done that one before. I've heard some good things about it. I know they've had some trickier years as well, a few years back, but a lot of people have said it's a good race. So I'll go and see what I can get there. And on the way to that, I'm going to do, I've got a couple of halves, I'm going to go and do the Barcelona half, go do the London Landmarks half again. And somewhere in the mix, I'm toying with the idea of. Going and running for twenty four hours around a six hundred meter indoor gym running track, but that's TBC. Where's that's, that? Um, there's one in the Nuffield Health Centre in Barbican, apparently. Oh, that's, that's that's the gym I go to. Six hundred <laughs> meter track. Are you just do this yourself, or like, is that yeah. a, an organised thing? Well, I last year I wanted to do like a solo actually on a proper running track outside. And I just, I've talked about it to a few people, and a friend came back and said, actually, there's this track where they're, they're a coach, actually, they're a PT, said, we've got this track, do you fancy it? And okay. um, so before I go and do like a whole solo thing out on the track, I was thinking, actually, it might be nice to do it in a gym. And then, you know, there'll obviously be people going, doing their workouts in the gym, but it's a bit more of a contained environment and it's, it's warm just and there's showers. It's a 600
2: meter track. How does this work? Where does this, there's such a big space to have <laughs> it's a massive. Track. <laughs> It's massive.
3: It's
0: massive. And it's just a yeah. dedicated like athletics track. No, no, it oh, just goes around it's the gym. Trying. It's just, the, it's just yeah.
2: the walkway around the gym. Oh, that sounds awful, Kieran. Don't do that. That would be a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I,
0: was, I was going in the other day and I was thinking, oh, should I have a run around it? And I just kept seeing people walk across it. So I was like, oh, I'm just going
2: to... Yeah, I mean,
3: that,
2: you, that you get won't work. At, at hour 22 and just absolutely lose your mind out there. <laughs> you're going to be ruining people's TikToks in the gym. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly, lot, just spinning around and around and around. Also, so, I mean, I my know. experience yeah. of indoor tracks is, obviously you're in an environment that's probably temperature or air regulated in some way meant it's the, the hardest place to do any kind of like in what i've done indoor race like my so dry the air so hot and dry the air that i felt like sick after any kind of like 1500 meter race not not 24 hours certainly so that would be i, I feel like that might be a bit unpleasant
3: okay i'm not doing that then <laughs> <laughs> go, just go back to plan a which just to are. go and run around the track on my own outside so right, what you got then nick well, I'm going to go to the Barbican, and I'm going
2: to <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do one 600-meter rep and make five enemies for life, going as fast as I can around the gym. Um, I'm doing London, and the London Valencia Marathons, plan is to PB at both if I can. Uh, London, I like to nail London for the first. You know, I've, I've done a PB at London, but I'd like to really have a good... I, I, it was quite a hard race, necessarily, to um, nail. I've not never done that brilliantly there, so I'd like to do really well at London. Valencia, second half of the year, I'll do a couple of you know halves if i can not dotted around and loads of minor uh you know smaller club races but Mm -hmm. london Valencia is the plan nice well i'll be i'll see you at both of them yeah you will well (laughs) Valencia's gonna be great you won't want to see me at Valencia. no well i've warned you about this before yeah i'm going to have a group of my mates but we're all going to be much more tired and uh or well, tired old dad so we're all going to be very quiet <laughs> for the first few days <laughs> yeah. like those, those furious British guys demanding why we can't have a dinner at 7 because no restaurants open <laughs> <laughs> um, but no yeah it should be it should be fun I, um, I'm i yeah, really looking forward to it just training a bit harder this year after a pretty chilled year last year with uh, with the new kid
0: mm. well I've got Boston in f- 12 14 weeks it's mm. like close
2: nice. nice. so I'm
0: not enjoying training for it in the slightest in this weather <laughs>
2: Yeah.
0: When I started training, well, last two marathons I did have been October and September, so I've started training
2: in June. So, um, that's so a now that's yeah. why, yeah, autumn and autumn and, wind and autumn marathons of Valencia are the best for that, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, this is,
0: this will be the first marathon I've properly trained for in the winter, and I don't think I'm ever going to do it again, especially in Brighton.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you're getting some really bitterly cold winds coming off the sea.
0: Oh, I went down last like, night, the no track was cancelled last night because of the ice on the track, so I had to go down the seafront because it's the only place I can find that's flat and there's no one in the way. And yeah, it was just horrible, just just
2: awful for doing any sort of speed training on. Or- How long is your Nuffield centre track down in Brighton?
0: <laughs> there isn't a field in Brighton.
2: <laughs> Gutted. Oh, well, that's, <laughs> that's your mistake. <laughs> um, and then London, the weekend week, weekend after? Weekend after, but yeah, of course, yeah, yeah you're doing the uh, Bus London double, just don't get too sick travelling back, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah I, well, I'm not overly bothered about London. I quite like to pay someone, but I don't know anyone who's doing it. I could pace. Pace me if you want. I think mean, that's a good idea. I, don't <laughs> I think I can handle that. Uh, but <laughs> I've also got. i the Moyle man. <laughs> the Moyle man. Yeah, our friend Henry. Um, he's, he was on at me to sign up to it, and uh, I think I had a few beers with him when I agreed. But it's like four weeks before Boston. I think there's like three hundred. no, three thousand three hundred feet of elevation.
2: Why are you doing this three Sounds weeks? like a
1: terrible
0: it idea. Like is,
2: every year, my club puts on its biggest race of the year, a month for London, Orion 15. And it's, I go, well, I can't do it, obviously, because it's the month for London. And you signed up for an even stupider race. Well, I'm just seeing it hill
0: training for Boston
2: extreme well, hill training for Boston. Three weeks out. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, good. Well, I look forward to hearing the results of that. I'd <laughs> like to make it more of a challenge. I'm sure. you're Sure, when you actually hit the hills in Boston, you're 20 miles into your marathon at a PB pace. You'll be thinking, "I'm really glad I did the Moilman three weeks ago." <laughs> well, there is a, there is a brewery at the end, which is why Henry got me involved in it. So easy to go to a brewery without doing that running beforehand, though, isn't it? So easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: It's not. As Probably sweet. do less damage, yeah. As well, just go straight to brewery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Is it South Downs then, or something? Yeah, it's all South Downs. Yeah. Nice. Well, I like it. I think you did something wacky before you PB'd before, though, so it doesn't seem to affect you. I can't remember you did something... I feel like I've feel like I've had this conversation with you when you PB'd in... Um, where was it? with your When you were in Chicago, you had some silly thing on up and, I oh, don't do that, and you did it anyway, and it was fine. So was it Chicago?
0: Probably. It's probably a hike or something.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. could it be.
0: Yeah. Okay, do we want... So I was trying to do running facts uh, this time, because we haven't had those for a while, and I, I found that most of the facts are not interesting enough to be facts... <laughs> so uh, that i'm going to turn it back into a running really fact quiz okay okay a lot of the time they aren't facts right. either so that's uh... <laughs> uh well these are actually now i've verified this is obviously as usual yeah um but these are from a piece of research that was done in 2019 okay, i can't mean anything's a
2: piece of research you googling something could be called a piece of research <laughs>
0: well they, they,
1: they, they,
0: the, the article that i uh i read Linked to the research, I didn't click on it, so it could go to anything.
2: But um, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's about the best you're gonna get.
2: Just right. a circular click comes back to the exact same page.
0: <laughs> yeah, p- pretty much. So, all right, first, first of our running fact quiz questions. Running, running facts. <sighs> According to this research, which country has the highest percentage of the population running races? <sighs>
1: Is, um, it multiple, is it a multiple choice uh uh no <laughs> yeah clear, uh, not even a 50 50 yeah
3: the faroe islands
2: uh, i think
0: it's quite hard to get to races from the faroe islands they've probably got what, two probably, a year
2: i think it is oh japan
1: i'm gonna nope. go for the spanish canada my second spain. choice
2: big
0: population in spain netherlands Oh, you're closer to the Netherlands. Netherlands is probably second or third, something like that. It doesn't actually list them. The, uh, the top one is Ireland, with 0.5% of the population, oh. 24,500 people, uh, have run races. Wow. There you go. Interesting. What do you think to that? I don't mind it, Tom. I quite like that one. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, they get increasingly worse as the... Podcast goes on, so as is, as is tradition, yeah. <laughs> as is tradition. So, so uh, hope you enjoyed that one. Okay, so let's talk about running kits. So, New Year, there's there was a bit of a dry patch towards the end of last year, obviously, as we came up to Christmas. But there's a lot of new things coming out at the moment, and the biggest one of those is the
2: Alpha Fly Three, Nick. Oh which yes, is, which we've both got. Yes, came out on the fourth of January in the proto colourway. This limited limited launch, and I mean, it's it's really, really, really good. Basically, it's um, it does feel like feels like they really nailed it. I won't lie; like they've done changes that people like. They've made a shoe that feels like the best of all worlds. Like we haven't tested the Adios Pro Evo One, which you know the downside of that would still be durability. But the the outflow for me is standing out as the best as the best running shoe mm. on the market right now for racing, just because. It is a lot lighter than the previous model. It's lighter even than the first model. It's got a slightly smoother transition, I find. The AirPods are really noticeable on this one more than the previous ones, just because I think of the completely continuous midsole and they do deliver a lot of purple. I was doing stuff with you know using it in the Vaporfly in the same workout and things like that. And you really do feel the extra punch from those airpods. And yeah, there's not really a lot I could say is wrong with it. And the you know, the biggest thing of all about it, Tom's done several runs in it. Guess what he hasn't done in it yet? hasn't ripped the outsole it hasn't awesome. ripped the outsole so imagine <laughs> I, a super shoe so so firm and durable that tom can't destroy the outsole in one run
0: i was i was running in it yesterday and uh at every two minutes i was like oh oh here it goes, could, here, it goes. It, it was, here it goes so i kept stopping and like checking i was like that's fine that's fine uh so i've got i think i've got about 40k in it now and it's not ripped off which is the best I've had of of a super shoe for a very long time old scuffy Weekly.
1: they made made big claims didn't they I mean how are you guys feeling about that you know they made some big claims when I spoke to them about the durability are you you feeling it's going to meet up well
2: all they said to kind of the stuff they released was just we've tested the 200 miles yeah and um Mm-hmm. I feel like that. Like, I feel like I, basically before the Pro Evo one, that's kind of what I was assuming. Super shoes anyway, two hundred, three hundred miles. You know, yeah, maybe yeah. not their best that long. But then the Pro Evo changed the discussion about this again, back to what it was with the initial Vaporfly, yeah. which was actually a lot more durable than was everyone kind of said. I thought. I think it's gonna be fine. Like I mean, I think of all these shoes, you know, I've put you know about, not far off. I don't want to put about eighty k, hundred k into it now, and no, a bit less mm-hmm. than that, eighty k, and already part of me is thinking, wow, if I'm gonna use this for a PB attempt, would I want mm-hmm. a new one? Would it be a little bit better? Is that worth the outlay kind of thing? But that's only if you're yeah. you know, a maniac. So well, I, it still yeah. feels just as good.
0: <laughs> one thing I've noticed about it, I haven't used the two, but the foam, especially in the heel, is really, really soft. Just, yeah. I, if, you're, if you're stepping onto your heel in them, you can really feel that sinking down, which I don't remember noticing in the one.
2: The two uh, was very soft. The two, when I put it on at the same time, feels bouncier still, but doesn't feel as aggressive it doesn't tick right. you forward the same way if two was two was a monster but it was so bouncy I'd I pr- probably say the two is still bouncier for me but this is a I think a more effective oh, I, ju- I just found a deal for the two so I might pick myself a pair of twos up they're just they're just a bit heavy basically And that was the only uh, yeah. I, I think the two was a shoe you had to run when you ran fast in it you believed in it and it was amazing but when you, every time you looked at it or didn't run it you go oh, there's no way that's going to be good <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but it was amazing like for a marathon
3: well, I, I'm gonna I've hit got the, one uh, question for you lads Cool. Yeah. My question for you is: Am I going to be able to get my foot in them?
2: Uh, I'd say it's going to be easier than the two. The two, no, the one was the worst for you. I remember that, but that was because yeah. you, were, you were trying on my size, which is no, it should have been bigger. That should have been easier for you. <laughs> um, and then um, they have still got the pull tabs. I mean, it's very hard to say, Kieran. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's Kieran, they probably will
0: it. be because I found them quite hard to get on, and I've got normal person feet. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> Kira, you look like you'd fit like a ballet slipper the way your foot arches up at times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh,
3: yeah. It's that's, you know, and then the, the, but the struggle is real. Like, it's like, uh, I once went to glass could get my wellies off when I got back to the tent. Oh, that's how, that's how. I
2: like, wouldn't be picking this one up off. if you're going to do a triathlon and try and pull it on transition, put it that way.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it's as hard to get on as the first one for me, but it's
2: still pretty restrictive. It's a good upper when it's on, though. Um
0: oh, it's lovely, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: But, yeah, no, it's... I've only done 5K and 10K racing it, both of which felt really, really good. Obviously, I want to go and do the marathon in it next year, which, which I'll be very excited to do. But um, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's... just done a great job, basically. And it's, it's interesting, actually, because across Nike's range, people having a go at them all kinds of shoes like all the cushion shoes every year, every year why do they keep making all their shoes heavier and it was like the only ones they keep really nailing are the racing shoes going okay. actually no yeah we'll make that a lot lighter like people want and just mm. but so it's um I mean, it's good I, yeah they're still you know the brand to beat for me for racing shoes
0: well we'll have well we've got your reviews up on the channel but we've we'll got plenty of verses coming up soon on uh the well. The yeah
2: endorphin elite versus race, next it? on our list hmm
0: yeah, that'd be a big one. Should be a very interesting one. Okay, from the big super shoe to less super shoe, uh, the uh, Gel Nimbus Twenty Six.
3: Probably don't need to go into too much depth about this. Just same as the Twenty Five, except it's got a new outsole that makes it very slappy. Very slappy. <laughs> very slappy. Yeah. like really yeah. slappy. Like, like it's just you, you can yeah. It's one of those shoes that when you're running, it kind of is slightly off-putting when you're running, let alone when you're running past people on the street. So, yeah, yeah. Weird. So I don't mind slappiness
2: for that reason. I like it. You know, I want to be people to be warned I'm coming, uh, <laughs> but I'm kind of creeping up on them with my scuttling little stride. But um, yeah, I, I think it ends up slightly less comfortable under the forefoot. As a result, I've got a bit of forefoot fatigue in it on a couple of runs, which I never had with the 25. But for the most part, it is very similar. I'd I just get a 25 in the deal, probably, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah,
3: absolutely.
0: Okay, uh, and then another similar shoe that we've all been testing recently, that's getting quite a lot of coverage at the moment, is the uh, a Nova Blast Four, which I think I'm right in saying we're all positive about. Yeah, I like it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just I, don't, I couldn't work out why I liked it compared <laughs> to the cause the three did deaden out for me quite quick. I know people don't believe this, but I just don't think it was. And I think the four is actually probably less bouncy, but I think the transition is a lot better on it, and I found it. Just a lot smoother I think it's probably fair to say just a smoother shoe yeah. and just yeah. I do actually yeah we were talk about comparing this to the gel nimbus 26 I think you know it's got the same stack gel nimbus 26 no blast I think it's more comfortable as well as being you know lighter and better for everything really so yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. viewing it like that it's a really good cushion trainer
3: yeah okay. I think we're going to have our head-to-head of that coming up soon on the channel but yeah I, that's that's where I was going to go with it as well I actually I think the nova blast has got more range in it you know you can do You can do the fast, you can do the sort of comfortable slower. And it does make me wonder why, yeah, if it's just sort of maybe replaced the Nimbus, if you're only going to have got budget to buy sort of one or two pairs of shoes, I think the Nova Blast now looks like a whole lot more value. And it's good price as well. And yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I just enjoyed running it. It really, really
2: feels to me having used a Super Blast like, the uh, the cheap super blast the shoe that you could do all the same runs you do the super you do in the super blast the super blast just feels a lot better because it's got better foam but actually you would do the same kind of runs in them it's just mm. super and it's blast. definitely yeah.
0: taking learnings from the super blast from from yeah. last year it's, a, it's 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 not a mile, million miles away from that shoe now whereas the three was a million miles away from the super blast you, you wouldn't use yeah. the same things
2: yeah I just didn't love the three I found the three just like I said I just didn't get much from it if I was trying to run quick and I don't know why like it feels different with the four. I don't know. Maybe I was trying to think back and did I just test the three in really cold conditions or something? I couldn't Work <laughs> out why well, I put them both on at the same time. It just I yeah, think I it worked. was the same. Yeah, yeah
1: I think it's I was weird. the same with it. I think with the three, I didn't. I think like after putting a bit more time, in it just didn't. And I know I think we kind of people kind of comment about this about I kind of experienced in the no bossy. But I mean, I took the the four away with me, and I was just basically doing a stretch. Of a perimeter basically of an airport and up and down it's like it just feels nicer to run a little bit quicker in i think and it maybe isn't as lively i don't think as the, as the kind of earlier generations of it but i think it just feels like overall a nicer shoe and i think a more versatile shoe and yeah to be honest it surprised me that i have liked it as much as i have so
0: any uh mike you've been keeping an eye on ces at the moment
1: yeah yeah so CCS is going on at the moment the big consumer electronic show over in Vegas which uh, I think myself and Kieran have experienced in you know being out there it's kind of an interesting start to the to the year. so I've been keeping an eye on the announcements and from a kind of running watch point of view there's not been a huge amount. I think that kind of makes sense because you know, in terms of the announcements that we had of watch launches last year I think we might be waiting. A little bit longer in the year. But there's been a few little bits and pieces I picked out that I think are quite interesting. I think the biggest one I think is from Sennheiser. And Sennheiser has kind of collaborated with Polar. And they have, Sennheiser have launched a pair of Mo- their Momentum Sports Buds. I know, Nick, you tried a pair of the Sennheiser, I think, Sports True Wireless Buds a few years ago. And now this will be a pair of headphones that can track heart rate, which isn't new. We've seen that before, but it also does um, body temperature as well. So it's got a body temperature and a sensor as well. It will plug into Polar Flow, which is a new thing. You know, it's the first non kind of polar device that you will be able to kind of push that information from a device that isn't made by Polar, which I think is pretty interesting. Mm. And you know, we've seen Polar kind of collab and open up its platform. We saw it with Casio last year. I think this potentially could be a bit more, more interesting one. And if it can get the the sensor side of things in terms of accuracy right, I think potentially it could be. A you know an interesting set of headphones that are going to come out this year. So that is it's going to be expensive from the looks of it. It's probably going to be about three hundred pounds, three hundred dollars. Wow, that is launching in twenty (laughs) twenty four and April twenty twenty four.
3: So, but Mike, if you look back, right, JBL Under Armour, they did all of this a while back, and yeah, it's one of those that you sort of look at it and you go, okay, I get it. You know, people don't like wearing chest straps. Yeah, the arm straps whatever. This might be a good place to but it didn't it didn't work the first time around. They were much cheaper as well and it did partner yeah. with the um was it like Map My Run, Under Armour app or whatever the Under Armour app yeah. was at the time. And I just wonder whether or not this is a form factor that's going to tick. And then if you whack in a £300 price tag, that's a bit like, oh, okay. No,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. I know I agree. And I think I say it's not right. something that we've seen that's new, but I think it's int- I think from a polar point of view, I think it's interesting where they're trying to open up that platform and try to look ways to bring in or you know use their training expertise. I think the, the body temperature stuff is interesting because I've started to see a bit more on that side of things and whether that is going to develop to be one of the metrics that people pay a little bit more attention to, obviously, depending on the environments you're training in. But I think potentially that could be an area we're going to see a bit of growth in terms of what we're seeing in the kind of headphone and wearable space in general. So that was one of the answers I think that kind of stood out. We have seen a little bit more in terms of smart rings. I think, you know, our kind of view of smart rings at the moment, and I've got got three on (laughs) <laughs> um is, on, that, okay. <laughs> is that it's is that it's felt a little bit and i think we've talked about on the channel is that it's felt a little bit like you know is is there scope for or use for it from a kind of an athlete or a, you know kind of training point of view and fit are one of the brands that are saying that they have a ring that is designed for that kind of you know for an athlete or for, for training and it's looking at bringing in Kind of insights in terms of training load, VO2 max, it's kind of lean, it will lean on its kind of sports or performance focused watches as well to kind of combine that information as well. too So, I think it's an intriguing one because I think it's talking about some similar things we've seen from smart rings. But the idea that it is going to be aims, you know, more from an athletic and kind of fitness focus point of view, I'm intrigued to see how that kind of pans up. I'm not 100% convinced, but I'm intrigued if they have managed to. Offer a smart ring to a new audience, which I think what we would probably agree is it's probably not quite there in terms of what we've seen, what you're getting on a Garmin watch or kind of a Polar or Sensei watch as well from a training analysis point of view. So, those are two announcements I think that, you know, out of the things that have kind of been announced, I think they're interesting ones and in giving a sense of what might happen for the rest of the year, I think, for, you know, in the kind of wearable and tech space.
2: Yeah, going off smart rings a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like. Uh, yeah, I feel like they, they did expand an area quite well. But I've, one, somebody's the problem that's just clearly designed just to be worn at night, which is when they are, I yeah. think, quite can be quite useful as a bit more accurate sleep trackers. And then they just need to go. And then, oh, if you've got a sports tracker, give us all that data and we'll, we'll use that in the day because they're not very accurate during exercise or yeah. day-to-day, it seems. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like the whole... Whole area could either could either just disappear, or if Apple launches one, it could could become absolutely massive.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely. So. I think it's clearly an interesting format, and it's whether, like you say, it has that wider appeal outside, which I think it still is. You know, people who don't want to wear a Fitbit or you yeah. know, a, fit, a dedicated fitness tracker. Fitness tracker, ultimately.
2: Yeah, this one's only lasts like two days in a charge as well. That's proved an absolute nightmare. Is that the, the, one circular? One of, yeah, the yeah, circular. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. Just constantly wondering where I left this tiny little charger because it. <laughs> do you want it in performance mode or eco mode? Well, I want it. I want it to do the things you said. I want it, it to, to last. last performance <laughs> mode. <I can't>, that's <laughs> about ten hours. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> so another fact quiz question. Running, Running facts. facts. Okay, if you wanted to place among the top 1% of half marathon runners in the US, what time would you need to get below?
2: Um,
3: men or women? Everyone. Everyone. everyone.
2: So I, I, I think I'm top 1% in the UK, so I don't know it just translate across. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look. Can I look at my own power of 10 to research this. Is that allowed?
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say under, to... under 120, 1, 119. Okay, you got 119
0: from Kieran. <laughs> might be Mike, do you want to, while uh, Nick's logging into his admin profile and <laughs> <laughs> his history of running?
1: <coughs> One...
2: Oh, no, sorry. I've, I've Yeah, okay.
0: Two, two. One two two. okay.
2: Yeah, I, I think it's... Well, I might say, I think it's a little bit quicker than that. I reckon it's a a 117 it's a 110 apparently according Uh, to that 2019 data so that's just that must be just all runners then yeah 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 exactly it's not everyone yeah yeah okay fair enough no okay that 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 makes sense and that that directly more or less correlates across from the uk then i think
3: great (laughs) in fact never getting there never getting (laughs) there. i'm
0: 110 so, oh, I need to stop putting facts in that uh, means. Of course you do. Bloody <laughs> 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 stupid load thing, isn't
1: out. it? <laughs> put, some slower, put some slower facts in.
0: Okay, <laughs> slower fact coming up later. <laughs> so let's. We're using this video to talk about what's coming up and what we're excited about across all of the shoes getting released. Uh, so, let's jump into the big ones. So, super shoes. What is coming up in the world of super shoes that either we're excited about or we're not so excited about?
2: Wow, lots of new super shoes, Tom. I mean, <laughs> makes sense. Like uh, A few have been announced or under embargo. We still don't know what a few brands are doing like Asics and Adios. Adios, Asics and Adidas this year. <laughs> but obviously, we already had the Alphafly 3 come out. I've got a review on the channel. That's a very exciting shoe. It's going to be hard for any other shoe to beat that this year, I think. But there are some imminent launches, uh, maybe that have already come out in America. The New Balance SC Elite V4, I think we're all pretty excited by with a all-new Peba midsole, still called Fuel Cell, for uh, reasons. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think the SC Elite V4, I, 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 when it comes to super shoes, I think the SC Elite V3 was an interesting one, but never not one that I've really picked up that much. Um, it wasn't a bad shoe, I don't think. The upper had a few issues with it for me, but it was definitely a shoe that was it. It, it could have been improved a lot to, to, to be up sure, there with yeah. some of the big shoes. I think, out. yeah,
1: I've been but I've been back out in it the, the kind of last month or so, just to get, you know, just been kind of out. And I, I always felt for me like a like a kind of quick daily trainer first race shoe second for me personally, and I mm-hmm. think maybe lacked a bit of the pop that some of the other kind of super shoes have but looking at this shoe and what it's what it's it's going to offer i feel like it might have a bit more of what we've been looking for looked for in the previous version
3: it certainly looks so like we, it's got a lot more foam in it yeah i was going to say it looks like a much bigger stack and i think that might shift it from that yeah i think i agree with mike this is a shoe that you could yeah use for fast training rather than all out racing but this maybe will take it Upper gear. I really liked the V3. I have to say, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. But um, same time, yeah, I wouldn't have put it as
2: my top choice over other shoes. So this maybe has more of a chance of going up against the very best.
0: Uh, I never ripped the um, outsole off of the. <laughs> well, there we go then. So, <laughs> so thumbs up on uh, the outsole. Great in Tom's top five. <laughs> so well, it's the only one I can still use. Um, okay, so another another super shoe which uh, we we already know a lot about is the Puma Fastar Two Nick
2: yes so i am i've got the hold of this and am testing it ahead of th- we've got a review embargo here so i can't actually talk about performance <laughs> too much but we can talk about the features they've all been talked about there have been reviews elsewhere but anyway uh, it's basically a really you know, innovative shoe it's fair to say you still got that really weird decoupled midsole you had with the fast r1 but now you've got a new foam it's the same foam under both the front and the heel of the shoe it's a new version of their nitro elite foam which is not piba the big thing here i think for me is that they're using something called uh, alpha philic tpu or something which basically Puma says has more energy return than piba so no good foams aren't just about energy return but you know lots of stuff to build into that but very interesting obviously if this is a new area that brands lots of brands might start looking at if puma are correct and how good this foam is it's also got a very exaggerated plate with an underbite basically the plate's been extended out of the front of the shoe almost create a longer lever uh to see if that will create you know more efficiency i think puma says something like you'll take 50 less steps over the course of a marathon that kind of thing seen some great results from puma athletes last year while wearing this shoe um i think this is gonna be a really interesting one and it's really yeah, it's a very novel shoe and maybe bits from this will be taken towards other shoes who knows how it's all going to play out but i think one thing that the factor is with this shoe is it's fairly heavy for a carbon shoe as a result of all the stuff in it you know, not crazy heavy we're talking around the level of something like the Alpha Fly 2 i guess that kind of area but so sort whether of that you know undercuts some of the performance benefits you're getting from the other features on it
0: interesting and it's so it's sort of safe to say that the Puma are a Original was a little bit of a a shoe that didn't really hit the mainstream very much. A lot of people, we saw a lot about it, but I don't think I've hardly ever seen anyone running in it. So, do you think it's likely this might be one that is a little bit more tailored towards the broader market?
2: I think people will still be put off by the way it looks a little bit. I think when there are and it's it's a very it's interesting. It's really propulsion-focused, the same way as the Fast R was like the propulsive racer in Puma's range compared to the dv Nitro, which is a bit more of, I guess, the uh, lightweight one, almost the Vaporfly versus the Alphafly being the propulsive one, if you're going to talk about it maybe in those terms. So I don't think like loads of people are going to suddenly switch to this. It's going to be a fairly expensive shoe. It's going to be interesting, but I don't know if we're going to see a leap forward here that would make everyone shift to it but i do think it's pushing boundaries in ways that will probably lead to more experimentation from other brands or Puma will be able to use this in other shoes as well so i think there's uh. certainly something to keep an eye on
0: okay and then the only other one i've got on my list here is the brooks hyperion elite four which i have to say i know nothing about so um
2: <laughs> yeah new phone for brooks big chart big hope that they're um that they're going to really hit it with this new foam don't know what we don't know much about actually fair uh whether it's piva based or anything like that it's another i think it's another nitrogen infused foam some material josh kerr uh you know brilliant british runner who uh was the world champion over 1500 meters i think he won the new york uh, road mile in this shoe and he also used it to run like a 61 minute half so that's a pretty good sign for range but yeah we're I think last year we saw how many brands suddenly catch up, you know, a bit with their carbon shoes on. Hoka both made great carbon shoes. Under Armour made a pretty decent one. Brooks, I think, is the last big brand to really do one. So hopefully it's this one.
3: They need it, okay. don't they? They need it from the past gens. They need to do something to get themselves mm-hmm. in that conversation, I think. But-
2: Hyperion Elite 3, I think, uh, was an absolute horror show for Brooks. Like It was a fine shoe, but it was, I'd say... It wasn't a w- was, shoe, was it?
1: it?
2: It was worse than... Um, you know for performance than most of the super trainers we test and it was you know peeled as a carbon ratio and it was worse than the previous version of the same shoe so i think they need yeah, something needs to change here a bit
0: okay uh so super shoes onto daily cushion shoes there's quite a few of these that we're hoping to see coming out relatively soon so things like the hocker max six which would be a very very exciting shoe to come out because it feels, feels like a very long time since we've since the, the mac 5 came out
3: yeah I, one of the quotes i heard was that they've redesigned it from the ground up that's not something i wanted to hear no. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of shoes that i would like to see changed and shifted but that does always make you a little bit nervous that they're not going to recreate i think what was good about that shoe but as ever if they can improve on it then that's quite an exciting one because it i think we fair to say that we all really enjoyed it mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it so, sounds like so it's so going
1: to I think it it sounds like the the big thing is they're changing from a kind of dual density to kind of single density kind of midsole kind of setup. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I feel like I feel like maybe Hocker will, will realise they don't want to they still want to make it leave it and make sure it's true to you know, the, the roots of the Max U and hopefully this will you know, those changes will still make it the the shoe that we've all kind of loved over the last few generations.
0: And then we've also got the possibility of the Mac X2 coming out as well, which is a slightly different prospect based on our testing. I'm not sure, what was the general consensus of the Mac X2 uh, for the Mac X from you guys?
1: I mean, I think it was a pretty disappointing one for me. I think I was expecting a bit more and I think I was expecting to be more in the mould of something like the endorphin speed and it really wasn't that for me anyway, and I think hopefully this is one that's been shown off at the running event, we'll see a better version of that shoe and one that I you know, kind of feel that maybe it will be better designed for the runs that I thought it would be last year and it kind of wasn't for me.
3: Mm-hmm. So I, I had a completely opposite. I, I, lit, I put it actually on, I was out in it today and we've done a head to head on the channel. I think we did with the, versus the ride 17 is going up soon. And I hadn't run in it for quite a while and I, it made me kind of remind, reminded me of kind of how much I actually enjoyed it. So today I went out and did a sort of faster session and I actually really love it. The only problem I had with it was that the fit is quite sort of tight and compact, but actually in terms of a trainer for me to go out and do, you know, like a fast marathon training effort like I did today, I, I really, really enjoyed it. So yeah, mm. I know we had a bit of, we had sort of a bit of a mixed opinions on that one, but I, I was quite a fan of the MacX. I think it was for,
2: for me. It felt that what it did was quite similar to what the Mac Five did, mm. and I'm hoping maybe there'll be a bit more differentiation here. And it would, yeah. but because uh, if it's a Mac Five with a plate, and the plate didn't elevate it that much for me, um, so it ended up being well, I've already really liked the Mac Five, mm. but yeah, it'd be certainly really interesting to see what they do next year, this year,
0: mm. yeah. and then there's a, a big big shoe for me. I've been waiting for this for a long time. The Brooks Glycerin Twenty One. Oh yes, um, that's. I think that it's been a long time since the Glycerin Twenty came out, and there's been a lot of shoes like the Saucony Tribe Twenty One that have come in, and they've, I've, in that range of sh- uh, the style of shoe, I think that's coming and uh, it's won it's won many an award from from us or or, or got a top spot in our in our guides, and I, I'm just hoping the Brooks Glycerin Twenty One comes in and and really sees some nice improvements. It's all almost. Uh, uh, oh, it's a fantastic shoe already—the Brooks Christopher and Twenty. The nitrogen-infused foam is brilliant. Uh, I'm not sure what they would do to it, but I- I'm very excited about that one coming out.
2: Well, as it well, when that like came out? That was like the uh, yeah. the big. That was the big comfortable shoe on the market and now yeah. it's like a low stack you know, yeah. trainer racer compared to what actually is out there. But I think it's getting higher stack but lighter, so with the same yeah. foam. So it all sounds positive if you know it's gonna be a max stack trainer or not. But okay. I love the Glyphrid twenty. I thought I've got so many right a lot of you know, best shoes roundups, we all do, and talk about it and I've all still got the twenty in there. I feel like I have to defend it all the time these days it's an older <laughs> shoe and it's a bit different, but it's like just a really good shoe, just you know, it's a fantastic shoe and I'm hoping the yeah. twenty one will be as well.
0: Running, running fast. Fast. Okay, time for a, another fact. Are you ready for another exciting fact?
2: Yes, yes, please. Boys.
0: Come on. Okay. This one seems a little bit spurious. What percentage of runners get injured each year? Ooh. According to oh, Yale Medicine, one. it says. Mm. It says. Mm. It says. <laughs> well, I,
2: I, I've not verified it, so don't, don't, don't go quite in this. Uh, I bet it's really high. I bet it's
3: 90%. 32.2%.
1: And he's got it.
3: Spot on. (laughs) 67%. Mm, It's 50% apparently. (laughs) They've just got
1: (laughs) (laughs) got 50-50. But but also it's just We'll
0: just flip a for What accounts for an injury? Is it like... Something you'd actually <laughs> a ninja or just you stubbed your toe whilst running?
2: Is that old Yale it? medicine? They walked past Yale medicine, shouted at some bloke. And people it's a top fact there. So uh, uh, you, only to, you only have to provide about what, four of these every other month. <laughs> <laughs> and again, you say you have to provide them. You decided you wanted to do this. You yeah. that was a real fact. Well, I've got to, I've got to break break it up. Um, okay, so uh, nice easy
0: one for you. Oh, right. What is the average Boston Marathon finish time for all sexes, all age groups, and all levels?
3: Uh, I think it'd be slower. It's going to be slower than you'd think because everyone runs fast to qualify. It's a difficult course. 331. 348. I'm going to go... I think Nick's close. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm going to go 359. I think it might be oh, yeah over four. It's three forty-eight twenty. Oh, wow! That's
0: good, isn't it? I might it do a quiz. I might do a quiz on the average finish time. Uh, average finish time for all marathons,
2: based on the. Uh, well, no, I'm not I'm not participating again after that. After nailing it, <laughs> it, That first was quite time. impressive, actually. I bet he's written an article <laughs> on it yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't. But um, I'm delighted. I assume this. I've won something for this. Well, no, you not, absolutely nothing. Oh, well, why we do we do these
0: things
1: you've got a of Baileys I've got left over
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want your half <laughs> consumed
3: babies.
0: okay Nick here we go this is the uh <laughs> should let's speak go.
1: about this yeah, see, see if your
0: fans comment on this the, your diaries. Uh, Puma Velocity Nitro 3 here we go. What have you got Here to we say we go. about this? So remember, we've we've not we've not got all night. So um... we haven't got the, it can't sheet, beat know, the
3: yeah. two. It can't beat the two. Like he loves the two so much, he can't possibly say yeah. it's better. the two will still win. <laughs>
2: <laughs> two was perfect, and um and I yeah, I mean I, I imagine they'll probably put use more of their nitro foam. I think I, I think it's I don't know if it's been reviewed in America yet. They've launched, they've announced it. We haven't got hold of it yet uh, to actually review or anything like that, but. Yeah, it's I one of those things where I hope yeah, the Ediths don't make a change. It's a bit like the Mac where they, they make a change. because go, this must make it better on paper. And actually, maybe having the slightly worse EVA foam in that midsole was key to the balance of the shoe or something like that. Who knows? But I don't know, I think I, it does get over-egged a bit how much I love the Pure Velocity Nitro 2. I just think <laughs> it's a, a really nicely balanced, good-value shoe. And it's not like you step into it and go, oh my God, I've got a you know a torpedo on my foot or anything like that. Just, just, I don't know that for me sums up where my cushion shoes go to like that kind of level which are now kind of daily trainers really not cushion shoes and this, I said, but it's like that shoe is great that's cushioned enough for everything you can use it for everything but also it's nice and light and it's got good grip so i'm hoping the three will be as good if we disappoint also i think the price has gone up slightly in the u.s a big part of the velocity nitro appeal to me is the price um and the fact that it's nearly was in sales so i hope that's still true three
0: Okay, that's enough from you on that, because uh, <laughs> we're going to get at least uh, 2,000 hours of uh, you talking angry. about that on the videos next year. We all love <laughs> <a shoe too. laughs>
2: Yeah, Mike's made a good point. We all love that shoe. Yeah, it's, yeah, it shouldn't so... i getting abuse for this. So, certainly want remember yeah. in the video.
0: Yeah, well, yeah,
2: we don't mention it as much as you. <laughs> it's just, it's just always, a, it's always worth mentioning because it's like sixty quid cheaper than any shoe sure we're reviewing. mention in a it in, in
0: relevant videos. You mention it in every video,
2: even you talk about watch. <laughs> mention it in every relevant video. It's all relevant. Uh, <laughs> all right, Mizuno Wave Rebellion Flash Two. This would be cool, I think. Now, the Wave Rebellion from Mizuno in the past has been um, really firm shoe, like like so out of whack with the rest of the market, and it be fast but just you know, pretty brutal to run in. Wave Rebellion Flash Two, I believe. Uses a lot of cues from the Wave Rebellion Pro of last year, which I really loved. Whack, you know, really wild design shoe with the heel cutouts. So I think you haven't got anything as dramatic with the Flash, which is the training partner style shoe. So, what you could have is almost a toned down version of that shoe, which would still be brilliant because it would still be very bouncy. It would still be really aggressive, four foot rocker. So, yeah, not one uh, lined up to test at the moment, but hoping to get hold of it because I think that would be. It might be the best way, almost, to get the Mizuno Wave rebellion Pro and the Pro Two that's coming out, it, you know, on more people's radars because it's quite a big leap. To just buy the Mizuno Wave Brilliant Pro because it looks so weird and wacky. But actually, when you run in it, it feels amazing. You, you like it as well, right, Tom? My, Waver- the Wave Uh Pro. Pro, yeah,
0: uh, yeah, I love it. I I I bought it in the sales just before Christmas, and yeah. um, I I was I didn't think I'd like it that much because it's not one of those shoes that you know everyone has and is talking about, but. I've absolutely loved it. I've I've raced it a couple of times now, and it, I'm yeah, I love it. I think it's a fantastic, beautifully fast shoe that just feels really comfy.
2: Yeah, it's just it's just a bit you know a risk to buy that shoe. So I think maybe if you if the Wave and Flash 2 goes out, it's a bit cheaper. It's a, it's more of a trainer. A lot of people get to try it, they like it, they realise the geometry actually maybe fits works for them. That kind of thing. It's yeah, it's a good shoe. And well, no, the Wave Brilliant Pro is a very good shoe. I'm hoping the Flash will be a great training partner, which I think is another area that Mizuno hasn't really had because their fast trainers have been so. Quite firm and aggressive
0: hmm. okay and then uh, last one of these is the uh, new balance rebel uh, v4 uh, i've i think i only tried the original rebel it's a very different shoe now and it's certainly looking like an even more different shoe in the in the v4 what do what do we know about it
2: no exciting big update from New Balance. the rebel v3 was a brilliant shoe uh, i really liked it just a lightweight plateless trainer it could do loads of things really well the new version gets some of i think a i think it's a mixed foam midsole there's some of the new piva foam from new balance in there it's got the slightly more you know that angular geometry you see on the se elite before some positive stuff coming out from the us i think it's just going to be one of those categories of shoes that i really like which is the lightweight plateless do it all trainer um that's you know got a bouncy foam in the midsole just a bit like you know the mac 5 but with that slightly bouncy New balance foams in there and yeah really excited to test that one actually probably even more excited than some of the carbon shoes i think that's one i'm really looking forward to trying as a potential just do it all great shoe that should be reasonable value
0: Okay, so uh, trail shoes. Any any anything big coming up at the moment or this year that we're looking forward to with trail shoes? Uh,
1: well, I mean, obviously, there's a couple that we do know based off the back of the, the, the kind of Outfly Three announcement, which Knight kind of announced that the uh, the Pegasus Trail Five and the Zagama Two will be coming out in the spring. I'm most interested in the Pegasus Trail Five. I love the Pegasus Trail Four. I'm kind of you know a road to trail shoe is kind of my ideal type of trail shoe now. What will be interesting is they are changing to the React X uh, kind of cushioning that we had in, uh, oh my God, I've totally forgotten. um,
2: Infinity, Infinity Run 4.
1: In the Infinity Run 4, which I liked. I know not everyone did like, but I mean, the Pegasus Trail 4 I think as a kind of a combination of what we got in that shoe was a really good shoe. So whether that really kind of alters or changes how that shoe is going to run, I'm going to be interested to kind of find out. So that's definitely one that's on my radar, um, and that's coming out in the spring, I believe. There's no pricing on that yet.
0: Okay. Speedgoat six, hopefully this year. I actually went out for a lovely run in the Speed Goat five the other day <laughs> and just to just to remind myself of how nice that shoe is. Do we know anything about Speed Goat Six? I don't I know nothing. I've not seen anything.
1: Well, yeah, I I'm- do know that when I was out in at UTMB, Hawker did have it in a room and I didn't go and see it, so it right. is coming. Uh, it was announced at the uh, running, or shown off at the running event as well too. Yeah. I think at essence it's going to keep very true to mm. the last speed go. I think there's probably mainly going to be changes in terms of the, the upper but I think from what I've seen is that it's going to feel or look a little bit more like a road shoe than a trail shoe, but it's still going to be a shoe I think that's going to be built for those kind of big long distances.
0: And then on to uh, a shoe that I imagine Kieran's extremely excited about, the uh Tekton X3.
3: Yeah, I mean I was. I was, but looking at it, it's I think you know it's it's this is a this is gonna be a big change. The biggest change here is that they're gonna have built-in gaiters, So you've basically got collars that come up and hold right above the ankle by the looks of it. So and those things are not optional. For a minute I thought you were gonna be able to choose a gated shoe versus a non-gated, but all of them are gonna be gated. So I look at that and I think, can I get my foot in it? (laughs) Once it's in, it'll probably be good. I mean, they're doing it obviously to to help kind of deal with trail debris. The way that we run over here and things that I do, I'm not sure that that's ever really a big deal for me. It feels like a risk basically to me that that might put a lot of people off. They don't like that kind of high booty feel. The other big Mm -hmm. thing is they're going to have a double layer of foam in there now as well. There's a new carbon plate design, which is going to have some sort of wings that come up the side to aid the stability from looking at it as well, it also looks like the rockering on it is now going to be quite extensive as well. So I think that's going to be quite a big shift in the Tech to next three. Exciting to try it. Jury's out for me on that big gator. I think without that, maybe it'd be more interesting, but that does, it is something that worries me.
1: I mean, this is based on the, I mean, this is clearly the shoe that's based on the prototype shoe that um, Jim Wolbsey was wearing for UTMB. So I know kind of following it, he was kind of swapping around two shoes. I know those are kind of prototypes I think have influenced what i think the Tekton x3 is going to look like so it's definitely a unique design but it's clearly one that you know it's been tested by their best runners uh the best ultra runners so it'd be interesting to see whether those changes transfer over to to most other runners as well too anything coming from innovate this
0: year? Well, they
2: just launched uh, the mud talon shoe which uh oh, looks great which is a uh, looks like a you know it's obviously a mud focus shoe it's got very long eight millimeter lugs the kind of great things that innovate are known for a lot in the cross country and fell running community um but with a rock plate as well to maybe give it a bit more versatility and cushioning that it's got more cushioning than you see on a lot of things like the x talon rash. So i use the x talons, for example in my cross country race at the weekend and that that shoe is nothing but lugs there's a paper thin upper no cushioning and a load of lugs it's, it's almost like a spike but studs instead whereas this has a bit more cushioning a bit more of a all-rounder I guess that can then handle those really muddy sections which you know are tricky for shoes like it's very hard to make an all-rounder trail shoe that can actually handle deep mud because it's such a specific thing to try and run through so yeah it would be interesting to see that one that's launched now but we've not got our hands on it yet to test
0: all the shoes we talked about we know a little bit about or we've seen images of but what about shoes that we don't know about yet so shoes that we're excited about that we think may be coming or we hope may be coming in the next
2: year well i mean some of our favorite shoes of, of any you know all of them didn't get updated last year which is the endorphins pro and speed we're assuming those are coming soon i mean tom's he's, he's hitting refresh every day on the endorphins pro 4 i'm sure <laughs> so, and we're all very excited for the speed force I've, so.
0: I've got 20 videos lined up for when the, the pro 4 comes out
2: this is really a please don't, please don't mess these up, I think, uh, is the situation yeah. here. Because, I mean, the, the Speed 3 couldn't be in a stronger position because we had all the new super trainers last year and all of them kind of fell short. Except maybe like the ADS Boston 12, I think is pretty much as good. But everything else, I think, fell short at the Speed 3. So they've got to come out now and actually then either extend their lead or somehow mess it up.
1: I think the Pro Four will be interesting in terms of you know just because the elite is there now, what what influence will that shoe have? Um, I hope they don't change it too much because it's a shoe that I've loved, and I know loads of people have kind of picked up on our recommendations as well because it is a fantastic shoe and it's been available at a very good price over the kind of past six months as well too. So Mm. yeah, it's definitely one to look forward to.
0: Okay, and the uh, well Pro Evo One is has been released, but not really to the general public
2: i mean it's um, basically be incredibly interesting to see what adidas does this year whether they actually intend on giving that shoe a big release where people are going to have a chance to buy it, and how many they're going to sell at that ridiculous price point and that kind of thing or we see the adios pro 4 come in with maybe a few bits taken from the pro evo ones design and that is really the de facto shoe they're actually planning to sell and the pro evo one is more the elite shoe they'll put on very limited sell occasionally Yeah. You know, i you know, I've, I haven't seen them in the wild. Yet. It'd be amazing to see if I turn up one day at Battersea for a, a half marathon. And someone's in the Pro Evo One, or if that simply is never going to happen. We don't really know if it's going to be the Pro. If it's going to be the Adidas Pro Four, you know, it would be great to see what that's like as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, I suppose the only other big shoe race shoe which hasn't had an update for quite some time is the AC A6 MetaSpeed Sky Plus, um, which mm-hmm. is which should be an interesting one if that sees a new version come out
2: interesting to see if they also go edge plus you know as yeah. well whether they yeah. keep keep with that or whether they go all in on sky plus but yeah asics the maxb sky plus a very good shoe you know was happy to take a year out things get forgotten a bit but you go and look at you know, them and you go no that's still very good up there of anything so hopefully it'll mm. be a good new issue
0: and then one which again i'm very i've actually just thought two other shoes which i'm very excited about but the one of them is the Asics super blast 2 yeah uh which, i'm a bit worried about this because I loved the original Nova Blast, and then over time, but over two versions, I less, liked it less and less. And I'm worried that I love the Super Blast so much that the second one, if they tweak it too much, it's actually going to be going to lose the magic of the first one. So I'm quite excited about it, but also for something that expensive, if it's not as good as that first one, I'm,
2: I, it's a big yeah. risk. This one, I, would, I, I don't want to steal this should. I mean, it hasn't really. I mean, as much as we love it, and it's it talked about a lot in you know, kind of geeky running communities like us, but uh, I don't know if it's really hit the mainstream yet. I think almost the best thing that will happen with the Superlast Two would be the Superlast One getting a nice big discount and a few more people getting to ever go on it. But um, yeah. I don't see what they what they should do to that yet. Until you, see, I mean, maybe you see something with the new meta speeds, and then you go, "Oh, they're going to incorporate uh, some of that new foam or some of like that." Maybe there's yeah. new foams, things like that. But yeah, yeah Superlast Two, just keep the Superlast One, but make it one hundred quid instead of two hundred. That'd be ideal. <laughs> nice,
0: and then the, the two that I've forgotten to add into this list are obviously the New Balance More V Five. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then have you have you seen the New Balance Balos?
2: Oh yeah, you were you were Tom was trying to make me get interested the other day. It does sound quite good. It's it's like a big shoe, but with the foam new foam, it's got or? like
0: a really light fo- fo- foam in it. Yeah, it's yeah. um I suppose it's like the More V Five, but with a new, a new sort of lighter, speedier foam in it.
2: Okay balos you know what that means oh. no, no do you know what it means no that no, I'd be interesting. it must have some kind of some kind of meaning we're not rebel means hmm. maybe, mean. super maybe means. it's like, like a <laughs> for, for, uh, different language for balance could be could be certainly a valid guess Tom well we'll find out soon no doubt <laughs> I just don't think we are going to find
0: out <laughs> uh, so, well I'm sure somebody will comment uh, great okay so that is our initial preview chat of what we're excited about coming up uh, in terms of running shoes for 2024. Lovely stuff. So, what have we got coming up in the next few weeks in terms of videos? I think I'm going to be doing Best Daily Shoes. So, a big guide of all of the daily shoes that we rate at the moment, which includes everything so it's not going to be our top picks but it's just going to be all of the shoes that we would class as the best daily shoes out at the moment anything else coming
2: up i think probably the most exciting thing about the next few weeks is we don't necessarily know what's coming up at some point some shoes are going to land and we're going to get out for first runs and we're going to get out for reviews and they're going to be extremely exciting but we don't actually know when they are coming and maybe they won't come at all and then that'd be quite annoying but um yeah i think it's a bit loosey-goosey lots of nice you know, Verses of shoes we've done. We've got some more Alpha 5 verses coming for sure, Tom. Mm. Kieran's going to go on and on about chafing at some point, I believe. So. Oh, yes. <laughs>
3: lube. It's not chafing. It's lube. It's going, to, it's going to be a big long video. <laughs> <how Yeah>. Definitely. <laughs> the first day we set up the
2: run testers, he was talking about this. Lube. He was insisting. Okay, No, Kieran, no. Tell you what, 70,000 subs, you can do your lube video. We thought it'd never happen. And now, look, Did here we are. It's definitely going to get taken down
3: within two days. The whole channel's going to get taken down. <laughs> Listen. If we if we get that if we get that title right, this would be our most popular video ever. Images <laughs> of <laughs> you
2: just flying yeah. down hills in Richmond Park, completely yeah. lubed up.
3: <laughs> yeah. this, this, people watching for thirty seconds to realise they're not in the right place, but you know, yeah, we'll get the ads
0: Um
1: Nice. Anything else? I'm I have do... got one of those. I've got one of those shoes that I can't talk about yet, but. Oh. Uh, soon soon i'll be able to talk about it but very excited about running mm-hmm. in that so there will be videos okay. imminently probably for the next podcast
2: yeah i mean these are pretty sporadic so i'd hope so <laughs> 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 no one and racing you this you'll... month
3: no sorry carry on <laughs> <laughs> well, i was gonna say yeah it's not as excited as mike's secret shoe but we will be doing a roundup of the best polar watches as well so if you're a fan of polar or you're wondering we'll be telling you which one you can buy those Garmin alternatives. Advantage V three if you if you want to save your time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah.
0: Big mud then. All right then guys. Let's uh call it call it quits there and uh, see you on the other side. As Catch in a video you. in the next Over few else Catch you on. Bye. Bye. This episode of the podcast was presented by Tom Wheatley. Kieran Alger, Nick Harris-Fry and Mike Saw. It was produced by Tom Wheatley.